Welcome to the Rogue Mage Podcast, an actual gameplay show where we go through Pathfinder 2E. Make sure to rate and review, tell your friends, smash the subscribe button, and follow us on all the socials at the Rogue Mage, M-A-J-E. Enjoy the show. Ev, you ready? <laughs> Not ready. God damn it. God damn it. Start it over. A second after he hit record. You go, Ev, you ready? It's going to be a recurring, reoccurring thing. We'll leave that in. Yeah, we're okay. leaving it. All right. Hey, welcome in. This is a brand new podcast where we, as some friends, are going through some RPGs together. Uh, this will be live action, not live, but... Recorded live. Recorded live um, action playing through of Pathfinder. We're going through the beginner box, um, Menace Under Otari. I have made some adjustments here. I've kind of pulled some stuff out to make this a hopefully bigger campaign that lasts a handful of sessions for us. Um so this is not meant to be a rule book. We're going to get a ton of stuff wrong. This is only our second ever ever campaign, but we've been having a lot of fun doing this, so we wanted to share it with the world and see if anybody else would enjoy it. So let's go around the table and introduce the characters. Jeff, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing a cavern elf cleric named uh, Melkillian Alende. Andy's an elf, correct? Yes, ah. cavern elf. Oh yeah, you said that. Duh. I was unaware that elves lived in caverns. This one does. Yeah, that's new to me. Yeah, I, I, Pathfinder must have added that in. Yeah, I imagine it's a very like mites. glorious Tolkien esque cavern. Because what? Yeah, he 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 comes from the Darklands from uh, Narvath. Is that supposed to be their drow? Maybe like the equivalent. Well, he's pale skinned, right? Correct. He's I mean, a dark he's... elf. Not a dark elf. No, he's pale skinned. South. Yeah. So he comes from the dark lands. The dark lands. But correct. do you get yeah, you understand. get dark vision still? Correct. I do. Uh, okay. Dun dun dun. Well, he's got to see in the caverns. Well, that's, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of like their drow <laughs> equivalent, is what I'm getting at. It's like a, I've heard of cave trolls. Are the are they? What's your? Are you generally evil or no? I mean, your race. Um, your culture. I don't know. <laughs> I, I uh. Yeah, my guy's a little mysterious. Okay. There's going to be right, some we'll uncovering. On He's going to make us past. work for it, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> so, nothing you want to share about your backstory yet? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Yeah. Jordan, are we who sharing, you plan? Are we sharing class? Did he say? Yeah. I did, He's right? A cleric. Oh, He's cleric. A cleric. Okay. Cleric. But we don't know your deity. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. My name's Jordan. I am playing uh, Klambarinsky Pavatel. He is a. He is a gnome uh, alchemist, um, and he's got a large story. So he's from the Sanos Forest. Uh, in particular, Sipplewell is a gnome city, and there's mysterious gnome going-ons there that people don't know about. Um, supposedly, there may be a link to the Fey world where gnomes are supposed to come from in the Sanos Forest. Um, but... Clam is his nickname. Clam uh, grew up, and his 
he was raised communally, and he was told that the Pavadals, which is his family name, um, always bleach early. And if you don't know, bleaching is how gnomes die. If they are not curious or challenging their mind, they slowly turn white and uh, die. And gnomes live to 400 years or so, but the Pavadals usually die around 100 is what he was told. And so because of that, um, That'd be like having a life expectancy of like 25. Right. For a human. Yeah. He, so he couldn't, um, he was educated by the gnome Us. community, but he couldn't get an apprenticeship because nobody thought it was worth investing the time in him. Um, so he was depressed and, uh, eventually just left the community and fled to the only place he could find work, which was a dark magic necromancer that lives in the Sanos forest. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> He was his apprentice for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, he hated it, but he also learned uh, from watching the necromancer and helping him, he learned alchemy. And um, he decided that this is the first thing that kind of piqued his interest. And so he uh, planned to run away. He stole some of the necromancer's books and supplies and um, had to make his own way in the forest for a while living in the wild. Uh, and then he made his way to Turtleback Ferry, which is a human city outside of the Santa's Forest. Um, and he was met there by another gnome who assumed that he was a fleeing gnome that was bleaching. Because a lot of times gnomes will flee when they're bleaching and just wander off on their own until they die. And this guy was a part of the Wonder Keepers, which is a group of gnomes that go around and try to inspire bleaching gnomes by giving them something that motivates them. And uh, Clam decided to join that group. And this other wonder keeper um, told him that he should go to the inner sea because we need a lot of help there with bleaching gnomes. And so uh, this is now his, his new mission. And he... Uh, slowly made his way to the inner sea through a long journey. It's quite a quite a ways from the Turtleback Ferry to uh, to the inner sea region. Uh, a lot of boat rides, but yes, that is Clam. He's an alchemist, and he um, he doesn't trust the Fae, and uh, he who does, and he's very scared of the necromancer that he stole from. We have shockingly similar backstories, <laughs> and we did not plan this. this is no, hilarious. we didn't. <laughs> Mark, who are you? Well, I am playing, uh, my name's Mark, and I'll be playing uh, Tipsy Peckerpole, a uh, gnome <laughs> wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, he is similar to uh, Clam, grew up in a gnome cloister or co- commune, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it was more of a... Uh, uh, a rebellion of gnomes from being involved in the world of the big folk. And they kind of focused on more serious study and not, and kind of abandoned the curious whimsy of most gnomes. And uh, Tipsy did well in there, but he really didn't feel very fulfilled. Uh, his father, Turgid Peckerpole, um, was the uh, leader and founder of the group, kind of autocratic in nature. And so Tipsy, being kind of annoyed by the way things were going there, left, uh, wandered through the woods a little while, found some acceptance in a mostly human settlement that uh, he tended bar at for a long time. Uh, he, he made friends with a bar, bar tavern owner named Dave, um, who took him in. 
Dave. Dave and Tipsy Peckerpole. Uh, and <laughs> two peas in a pod. Well, so eventually in a, pod. a strange mm. a strange traveler came through and uh, took Dave aside and had a conversation with him. Turned out he was a representative of an investment group that was looking to acquire Dave's branding for his tavern. Oh. And so Dave sold the tavern, crushing Tipsy's heart because he had found a place there in the community. And uh, right before he left, Tipsy found out the reason for the name of the tavern, and it was that uh, Dave's former partner was named Buster. And uh, so the tavern was named Dave and Buster's. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 Original. It's classic. Anyway. You could spend copper coins to like yeah. throw your axe against the wall. Yeah, sure. Well, of course, that was all. That's all commercialized now. <laughs> the original Dave and Buster's was much more streamlined tavern, very, <laughs> very straight and narrow. Better. Did they have traditional? Uh, it's clearly yes. a fun place. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun place, but the the branding is really what they wanted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so they closed down that tavern, and and Dave offered him uh, a potential <laughs> outlet for where to go next uh, in the form of a flyer for this. Uh, festival that's taking place at the uh, origin of our story. Otari. Yep. So that's that's Tipsy Peckerpole. Ev. Yeah, I'm Evan. Ev. Uh, I also chose a gnome, which is very odd. Can I say that when we were when we were broached and when we decided to uh, try this and we created characters, three of us chose gnomes. Independently. <laughs> we did not discuss it ahead of time. Well, it's yeah, hilarious. This was supposed to be a secret. We were hoping to have like a warring party and now we've got three gnomes. <laughs> three gnomes and a ca- potentially cave elf. Ru- <laughs> potentially running at people with this cavern elf who nobody knows what he does. So uh, so I will be p- playing Bash Madquant Boomer Cat. Um, so uh, apparently gnomes come from different places i am a chameleon gnome so what happens with me is uh i become so entrenched in an area that i actually can take on the traits of such things much like a chameleon uh, i can blend in so anyway bash grew up in wispel which is near the verduran forest and uh instead of doing what most gnomes in the area did and working on the river. Um, most become uh, boomer rafters, boom rafters, I should say, where they troll up and down the river, uh, helping the Navy out. Bash never really enjoyed that. He actually, when he was young, he had a fascination with all the, the village cats. Okay, so uh, they called him boomer cat instead of uh, boom rafter. So anyway, uh, he always... would have a kitten or a cat in tow, and it was pretty amazing that he could actually train these cats. I don't know if any of you have tried to train a cat before. Not on purpose. I did have a cat that used the toilet to pee, but that was an accident. No way, dude. That's impressive. (laughs) I'm not kidding. All Bash's cats pee in the toilets, let me tell you. (laughs) He's got them trained well. It's like uh, Meet the Fockers, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so he would stay away. He'd stay on the outside of the village. And eventually he kind of left. He didn't really have gnome friends. He didn't really have a peer group um, because they were all doing their other things. And so he decided that he would just make as many animal friends as possible. So he would be in the forest, you know, and uh, he paid attention to detail. So before he would train an animal, he would really have to get to know those animals or be able to associate them. Did you say your class? 
Oh, I'm a ranger. There you go. I'm a gnome ranger, chameleon gnome ranger. Um, so I can blend in. Sounded like a druid, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I'm not a druid, <laughs> but I appreciate the druids. We'll get to that in a moment. Sure. Uh, no, Mostly I... Mostly those pre- wood nymphs, am I right? Yeah, those, those, <laughs> those satires. Uh, satyrs? Uh, sure, satyrs. <laughs> satires. I've always said satires. Is that not right? Is uh, it really satyrs? There's no E on There's the There's a T. I think it's satyrs. Oh, okay. I could oh, be wrong. You learn something new every that's day. That's how they say it on Percy hey, Jackson. that's how I stop the bleaching is by learning something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so I never really, I didn't develop like strong language bonds. I didn't develop strong social skills because I was normally just talking to animals. So the first animal that I ever befriended was a badger and I called him Dig Dig. Okay. Because <laughs> as you'll, you'll come to find out that, uh, Bash, Bash names things based on like either what they do or what they say or what they sound like. So. Uh, he actually, you know, while, while he was moving around the forest one day, he, he saved Dig Dig from, from an ambush from one of these vermin in the area. Have you seen these things? They're like giant worms. They look like those things on Tremors. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm blanking on the name of those things right now, and that's going to bother me. Uh, but Dig Dig burrowed a little too close to a nest of vermin, and so Bash let him know with an arrow or a few through the vermin's like face. So <laughs> Dig Dig became a very loyal badger, um, and they they went for years around the forest together. But unfortunately, you know, animals age a lot faster than uh, gnomes do. And so Dig Dig passed away. And so he didn't have a companion for a while. You know, he learned he learned to climb trees from Squeak Squeak, uh, the squirrel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I want so he learned, many of these. He learned, so, to, so many. he learned to swim from Flip Flip. <laughs> flip Flip. Yeah. Let me guess a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. And he learned how to kind of camouflage himself from uh, Lick Jibber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, one of those wasn't ready for that the, one. Yeah, he just shoots that tongue out. Jibber. Shoots that tongue out and just jibs uh, <laughs> its prey. So anyway, now his main companion. This is the important part with Bash. His main companion is uh, the the young owl that he found. So when when he first came across his owl, uh, it had a broken wing. It was on the you know the floor of the forest. Uh, just kind of flapping its wings around and so he kind of came up to it and he was saying shh bap bap no bap bap no bap bap like no flap <laughs> no flapping those wings right shh it's okay it's okay guys we're uh-huh. on a mission with a caveman yeah, they, yeah. Well, we're not commissioned yet. But eventually, we're I don't even be know. There. I don't even know you gnomes yet. Right? Get out of here. So anyway, um, he 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 splinted up Bat Bap's wings and and called her Bat Bap forever. And now they're very loyal companions. Bat Bap scouts ahead when they need to do things. They they work hand in hand with the uh, the druids who kind of are overseeing the area. You know. Druids, in in this case, are all about, the woodland druids are all about preservation, making sure the natural order is kept, and uh, that people aren't taking too too much and doing too much, you know. Obviously, being around woods, there's a large lumber industry, so that's allowed, but only in certain areas. So, so Bash tends to help out the druids, making sure he travels around, people are following proper protocols, you know, when they're cutting down trees of the forest or, or using the different resources. You can hunt. Bap doesn't, or not Bap, Bash doesn't love that, but, 
he'll he'll allow it because he understands it has to happen. Uh, and lastly, so there are these. Uh, well, let me two two important parts here that take me to Otari is number one, Bash's most or the biggest slight in Bash's mindset is when people misallocate or are gluttonous in their use of like resources. And so there's two dragons in this Wispel area who he just feels are like arrogance to the absolute max. Okay. Like they just do whatever they want. They'll, they'll attack people, you know, humans, they'll attack animals. Uh, they'll burn land just because they can. And so, so Bash hates that. So even though Bash associates more with animals than he does people, he recognizes he might need to get into some social circles to try to deal with these dragons at some point in time. And so he heard about this Otari festival and, you know, he's going to, he's going to put his awkwardness aside and his, <laughs> his kind of Neanderthal language. And he's, he's gonna, networking. Yeah. Is what you're he's he's going to do his best <laughs> to, meet pass out business cards. to help him take care of these dragons <laughs> who he doesn't think are a friend to any. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So his business cards, right. He can track. He can your, find your things. name. Help, help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he purchase a booth at the market? <laughs> no, no. He's just he's gonna he's gonna observe. Probably, you know, he's right, one of those guys. Right. He's gonna give you the side eye. You know, <laughs> he's gonna scout everything out. All right, there's Bash. That was a long. Nice. Sorry. That um, was good for Clam or Melkillian. Any any flavor you want to get us give us on why you guys are in Otari? Well. I, I kind of said, but I didn't go as in depth as uh, Evan there. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, well, I, no, that's fine. That was good. So I said I joined the Wonder Keepers, but Clams, uh, he, the guy he talked to, Tankos in Turtleback Ferry, told him that we need more Wonder Keepers in the inner sea region. So he's making his way down there. His goal is to find gnomes that are bleaching and help them. His, his dream that he doesn't think is really possible, but like kind of what keeps him going is he's hoping to someday find more Pavadals that have his family name and save them um, and allow them to live longer. Melkillian? Yeah, Melkillian is uh, just kind of a wanderer. He, uh, he abandoned his family a while ago and has just been wandering the lands. He just... He kind of uh, keeps his uh, ear to the ground on different festivals, things going on, just just going from one place to another, and uh, he's uh, always on the lookout for like an adventure or trying to uh, to right right some wrongs from his past. So we have a mysterious cave elf just walking in Otari. That's right. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm imagining a six foot like golem. <laughs> like, well, look at this guy. Well, okay, this yeah. Is a no, I guess I don't have to imagine. He's got hair. <laughs> he's got hair. That's good. And he's wearing all clothes, not just a rag around and his he's waist. He's got a very mysterious scar on his forearm. If you oh. can see that. Wow, that's some detail right there. Oh, incredible. I don't know. It's just a seeping wound. All right. Are we ready? We are ready. All right. Allow me to set the scene. You're all in Otari. You came for this maritime festival, for the free fish, the, the fun, the ale. However, in the midst of what should be the most jubilant season, the Otari Maritime Festival now bears the weight of ominous unease. 
Everywhere you turn, the vibrant banners stretch over the thoroughfares. The colorful proclamations echoing a desperate plea. Rejoice! The harvest is here! Yet the festive melodies, once resonant with joy, now falter in the air, their notes robbed of mirth. The streets teem with a sea of people, but joy is a scarce commodity. Hovering above, vultures trace sinister circles in the sky, ominous harbingers closing in on the city's rooftops. Their haunting calls for sustenance pierce through the bustling streets, drowning out the feeble strains of the holiday songs. All eyes, human and avian alike, fixate on the nearly barren barrels, the heart of the city square. Amidst the haphazardly placed barrels, makeshift signs stand sentry, their crude messages adding a palpable disquiet, fish for residents only. The once communal festivities have given way to an atmosphere of exclusion and scarcity. City guards, vigilant enforcers of newly imposed decrees, loom nearby, their presence a silent reminder that these edicts will be rigorously enforced. The Atari Maritime Festival, once a beacon of joy, now shrouded in uncertainty. And we zoom in on a bench in the center of a market. And just by happenstance, there are three gnomes sitting <laughs> next to each other. People watching as if, as if called by, by their kin to yeah. be in this place. And up walks what seems to be a hulk of a man to these gnomes. But it's not a man. It's an elf. Well, hi there, you pale beast. <laughs> The name's Klamberinsky. Nice, nice to, meet to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. My name is Mel Killian. What white, brings White White? What is wrong with this guy? I don't know. What he's is wrong been, with your companion here? The whole here. time I've been sitting here. <laughs> we wait. Just you guys met not him. know each other? No. Uh, what, you think because we're three gnomes, we all know each other? It's pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did. I did not mean to offend. Your size is already offensive. So, just, whatever you say, it you can't come back from that size. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's what's it to this festival? It seems a little weird. It's not what I was promised. Oh, uh, I. What's going on with these banners? I don't so know. It, was, know. it was very strange. Yeah. Is there somebody we could talk to, like a like a, a grand marshal of this thing we could talk to and like complain? <laughs> is there a, is there like a guard nearby or anybody like a, like that looks official to the city that we could talk to? Yeah, you see a you see a city guard. Okay, I'm gonna go up to the city guard. Tipsy goes up to the city guard. Hey, what's going on here? Hey, mind your business, little man. What, what? What's with all the extra guards and stuff? This festival was not advertised this way. We just don't have the supplies this year. You know, all these people coming in and expecting the free fish year after year after year, but it's not here this year. Well, where'd it go? <laughs> Wouldn't I like to know? Just a city guard. <laughs> Is there somebody we could talk to? Like, uh, like, uh, we'd, we'd, as far as, like, figuring out what's going on here? I don't know. They seem to know that stuff down at the fishery. Oh, okay. I'd head there. Hey, uh, Bash. Bash Mantquat? Yeah. Is that how I say it? That is my name. 
you, uh, you ever, uh, have any problems with, uh, being uninspired? No, never. No. I always find many things to do in the forest. Just like, uh, naming things with two names is what they do? Is Uh, that enough motivation for you? That's the simple way. Very good, very good. That's the simple way. It doesn't confuse the animals. It normally puts them at ease. Do you have a name for me yet? <laughs> Your name is Clam, yes. It's not Clam Clam. It could be Count Clam Clam. Could snap, I request snap, uh, Pearl Pearl? Splash Splash. Splash Splash. <laughs> yeah. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the animals. It's the animals I name, not other gnomes. You you have a given name. I will call you that. Is there a where you're from, is there uh, any problems with uh, bleaching gnomes? Is that a big concern where you're from? It's always it's always a problem. It's always a problem. Some I'm, gnomes get caught up in the same mundane tasks day after day. They don't train their minds. I'm curious if you know any other uh, wonder keepers. Have you heard of the wonder keepers? I have not. Okay. All right. Well, we'll our goal is to try to inspire gnomes that might be bleaching. So if you... Uh, if you know anybody in your community that needs help, I would love to know. Absolutely. Just putting that out there. Absolutely. The Wonder Keepers would be welcome in Whispel. Okay. Okay. I might make my way there after this uh, festival. Great. Tipsy interjects. Hey, guys, that guard said that if we want to figure out what's going on around here, we got to get down to the fishery. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mind if I tag along, guys? I've been traveling for quite a while, and some free fish sounds pretty good right now. I just request Mr. Uh, Mel. What was it again? Mel Killian. You can call me Mel. Mel's much better. Uh, I don't think you deserve all those syllables. Um, But I would request that you please walk behind us because I don't want to be in your shadow. (laughs) That kind of depends on which way we're walking, doesn't it? (laughs) Do I need to adjust for the sun? (laughs) Please please adjust for the sun. I was going to request that he backpacks me like a baby. <laughs> By the way, I you guys I, are very demanding. <laughs> <laughs> this gnomes. is what you get when you travel with gnomes. To be fair, Mister Mel, you you approached a bench with three gnomes. <laughs> Assumed we all knew each other offensively. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I shall carry one of you and walk behind the rest of you. <laughs> I accept your apology. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Bash any, any requests? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Does, does he need to roll a strength check for that? <laughs> no, you're a little in frail. I'm like three, I'm like, I'm like three foot. It's like a DC five. Uh, I've got a constitution bonus, by the way, so I'm a I'm a I'm a hefty little guy. So he's, he's <laughs> carrying tipsy, right? <laughs> yeah, roll. That'll be I'm assuming it's one of these things in the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, roll to see if you can carry tipsy. What's the what? What have you got a DC in your head? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I went by or the end. rolling of, against my constitution. I went by the end of this campaign to mark to have a Four. floating What's baby carriage, <laughs> levitating baby carriage like Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a five, or he got a five. Yeah. You tweak something in your back. <laughs> Drops tipsy on his head. 
roll for damage. Both of you are flat-footed. <laughs> <laughs> Does Tipsy have to roll for damage now? Uh, let's get, let's it's go a minor. On. It's a contusion. All right, so we're making our way down to the fishery. All right, as you approach the fishery, an old lady looks out. Human? No, she is also a gnome. Okay. She looks out and she says, Ah, yes, yes, you, as she points to Tipsy, you, Me? you, come, come, child, come, come, child. Oh, oh, okay. Ah, yes, you are the one, you are the one. Come in, bring your friends, bring your friends, come in, come in. She rushes you into the fishery. Do you follow her? Yes. Okay. Uh, come, come up to my, come up to my to, office. Yeah. There is, there is much to tell you. Come, 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 child. All right. She sits down at her desk. You get all three grab stools. She says, "Ah, yes, you are the one we've been praying for. We've been praying for someone to be sent to help to help save us from this this calamity, this atrocity that well, we just we just can't get over." Um. So let me. I should say. I know your family. You know my dad. <laughs> No one ever forgets a pecker pole. <laughs> that ain't the truth. I don't know what is. I've been laughing about that for like months. <laughs> it was as good as you thought it was. It was. It was. And like every day I just chuckle in my head. Like, I can't wait to say that line. Just wait till we find a bar. <laughs> no one ever forgets a pecker pole. Um... I was in your village for a, a small time when you were very, very young. I know, I know your family. I know I can trust you with what I'm about to tell you. I should warn you, there may be grave consequences for you taking this on. Can I sense motive? <laughs> uh, to make sure this is all true? Yeah. Am I, do I add my perception to that? Yeah, I think so. 16. 16. Okay, yeah, you... Um, you just got a really good feeling about her. Okay. Yeah, she's she seems straight. She seems like she's not messing around. Um, very serious. I, I basically take her at her word. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Um. So one one of the things we uncovered as this fishing village, this artifact that allowed us to be this generous place where we could share. Our bounty, especially this time of year, this artifact led us to the best, the best of the fishing spots um, throughout all the ocean. We could always find them with ease. Well, in in recent months, in recent years, they they have been getting more and more dangerous um, to the point where we don't even send the artifact out with the ships anymore. And there are stories of captains not returning and ships being lost. Um, and the little stores that we had this year, that seems seems something is going for them. Something is, something might be, um, trying trying to take them. And um, I w- what we need is someone to investigate, figure out what is going on, um, and what what we can do. Well, this is a perfect job for gnomes. It keeps our mind engaged. Yes, yes, that is why I I knew I knew you were the group. What do you do in your free time to keep your mind going? I am the I am the fishery master. Is that enough? How old are you, lady? I am 525. My goodness. This fishery business must keep you very uh oh, the, very the, engaged. The artifact is very engaging. 
Like, I can't show you now. They're too, I feel like they're too close. But After all this time, haven't you uncovered all of the mysteries of this business? No, the mysteries keep keep changing, especially with this artifact. You, okay, I, 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 we shouldn't speak of it anymore. You but, have me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> but it is. Tipsy is rolling his eyes heavily while Clam is engaging in this question line. Tipsy is very concerned about the bleaching. He does not care about the bleaching whatsoever. He actually longs for death. So our storerooms are directly below this building. And that is where I, I think you'll find where the disturbance has been coming from and where it is targeting. I, I beg of you to explore this for, And we, we don't have much, but we have saved up rewards for travelers like yourselves to figure out this mystery for us. Did you tell us the entrance to this? How do we get there? There, there are stairs directly below, below this building. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show oh, you. Okay. Wait, we'll just take the basement door down. Which to the, building to are the we in? Room. Just her. Or the fishery. Oh, the fishery. Okay. Yep. Okay. Got it. Uh, is there a time frame we need to do this? <laughs> uh, I please. Oh I was really enjoying that bench. <laughs> he had an appointment at a at a nail spa. He had to go get his fake nails put on. No, no. You see, I have a. I'm an alchemist. I have a lab. Oh. I show you. I bring out my. I, 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 I have the, I have these uh, flasks. I can show you. I can I can show you some really interesting experiments. I uh, you see, I need some time to uh, every day. I like to tinker and do experiments. If I don't keep up with it, I get behind and I don't know what's going on. I've got to track and record. And I, I beg of you not to delay. Um, the, the the tremors get worse every single day. Ten minutes. Can I have ten minutes? I- I think you could. We could spare maybe ten minutes. But All right, none okay. more. Tipsy, okay. Tipsy looks at the uh, the elf and Mel. You want to go get a drink while this nerd plays with his chemistry set? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, I will finish up my uh, daily tasks. Let me just uh, infuse some reagents here. <laughs> Jordan is actually pouring himself a drink into an Erlenmeyer flask. <laughs> Very, very carefully. There we go. <clears throat> and is going to... So I am going to infuse reagents, which means uh, every day I can infuse five reagents, which is my... I get one for my level and four for my intelligence bonus. And then for each reagent, I can make uh, something that's in my formula book. Right now I have four recipes. I have acid flask, alchemist fire bottled lightning and an antidote for poisons uh do you guys think i'll need an antidote for poisons specifically Should we make one of those well th- this is a little metagamey uh yeah <laughs> well i, I, I mean, don't know uh, I, I would just say whatever you think is the biggest utility well, who's still sitting here bash are you only making can you only make i'm one? observing i don't know anything about the alchemist can you only make one i can make five potions right in now. 10 minutes yeah oh okay Every day I can do this, yeah, but they I, only last. They only last for one day, so every day I have to make new ones. Right, gotcha. Because they're like magical or something. Um, I don't know how I, it works. This yeah. is clear, but you did infer from Tamily, she's the fishery owner. That um, oh yeah, I'm doing it in front of her. Yeah, well, you it, gotta, it's it's dangerous where you're going. So <clears throat> I, yeah, I would say just broad well, broad spectrum, just plan for everything. I mean, alchemy can be dangerous too, you lady. Uh, Manquat, do you think that? Uh, Oh, Bashmanquat, do you think that uh, 
we will... Do you think I should make an antidote in case we encounter any poisons in this ridiculously wet and dusty basement? I'm unfamiliar with your alchemical ways, but I have a number of holistic approaches if your antidotes oh, okay. do not work. Thank you. Thank you, Bashman Quad. Uh, okay, I'm going to make... Um, I'm going to make one acid, uh, two lightning, and two fire. Okay. Yeah, Kay. just mark it. We'll jump to... If you if you gentlemen are looking for a drink... Well, um, t- well, Tipsy specifically wants to know if there's any new franchise taverns going up around the area. I, I mean, I, I think Dave it might... Busters. I think it might be wise to, to steal yourselves for what's beneath the... You, you should check out... Uh, it's a great bar that's just about two shops down from here. It's called Ye Sodden Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who needs a bar when I can nice create callback. my own reagents? Do you want to try some, Nitty? I, I would love that. Jordan has drank his reagents, which <laughs> consisted, I believe, of whiskey. <laughs> yes. Gone. It's a... Oh, it's an old-fashioned. Okay. Star Word Old Fashioned. Sponsoring okay. the show. Yeah, <laughs> and if that, would, that would be incredible. I was gonna say, and if they're not, we're gonna be talking shit about them on the next episode. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> Pre-mixed, old-fashioned, quite good. Okay, so me, me, and the elf make our way to that recommended sodden Reuben. Uh, Bash, what are you up to? Uh, I'm tagging along. I'm not used to social experiences, so, so you're going to the sodden so, Reuben. Uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna see the type of people who are hanging out there. All right. People so we're in the bar now. And we got 10 minutes, basically, to kill, so we're going to have a couple drinks, most likely. So Tipsy makes his way to the bar, orders a drink. I'm not there, right? No, correct. I'm just looking at you for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, what do you have? Oh, what do you got? What's good? Uh, All sorts of stuff here. You got any uh, bottom shelf liquor of any kind? Oh, we got the bottomest of the bottom shelf. Fill me up, barkeep. (laughs) Wait, can I roll an alcohol lore? (laughs) <laughs> I, I've prepped for this. <laughs> this is amazing. All right, uh, I'm gonna need some more role playing from you, though. Okay. Uh, let's see. I show me what you got in the whiskey, like whiskeys. All right, we got one from the Northlands. We got a handful from the Cavelands. We got uh Oh, this one's real good. It's aged in um. But, what you would call it? Elderwood barrels? Yes! Elderwood barrel. How did you know? I did make a successful roll for that. It was a 24. <laughs> drink, drink up. And you know what? You, I like you. <laughs> My accent's all over the place. It's all right. It's all right. He's an orc, if you couldn't tell. Oh, okay. Oh. A full orc, orc or a half orc? orc? Full-blooded orc? Uh, half orc. Okay, okay. okay. Otherwise, we'd just be slaughtering you. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be here. <laughs> okay, I didn't do much research on the lore, so I might need to edit some of this stuff out. Snip, snip, snip. It's a nine-foot orc serving like tiny glasses to a gnome. <laughs> so he hands you three a drink, and then he also hands you, Tipsy, a small leatherette, like a leatherette flask. Okay. Says, I keep some of this. Keep some of this with you. Can I make an alcohol lore roll to see what it is? Uh, yeah. Or okay. Oh, that's a twenty-two. A twenty-two. 
All right. I'm, I'm rolling fire right Wait, now. You have a plus seven to alcohol lore. You better believe it. <laughs> you better believe it. His name's Tipsy Pickerpole. <laughs> okay, this um, was it. Elderberry. Elderwood. Uh, Elderwood. This Elderwood whiskey. You know, um, if um, drink from this leatherette flask can actually do a small bit of healing. Just oh. one D four heal. Ooh. And how does, is that just a single just potion amount? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we all have our drinks. Uh, Tipsy looks up and down the bar. Are there any ladies seated at the bar? <laughs> Got an eye for the ladies, have ya? I'm just uh, here to m- meet people. Um, there's a, a couple gruff-looking sailor women. Okay, he approaches one. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> What do you want, little man? <laughs> tipsy takes a big swig of whatever he's drinking. Goes, I'm a little tipsy. If we have a couple more of these, you might get to see my little pecker pole. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> he, he retreats back to his friends, <laughs> having been summarily dismissed. <laughs> You're lucky Bash. I don't hit you. <laughs> Bash has just never before seen any interaction like this. Like he is just astonished, right? That a talking individual would just be that upfront. Well, you got to remember, Tipsy did work at a bar for probably close to a quarter century. <laughs> right. yeah. Is Bat Bap in here? No, no, no. Bat Bap is not. Hence, hence the alcohol. Bat Bap is right, in right, the right, right. outskirts of the town doing Bat Bap things. Okay, doing owl things. Right. It's daytime, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I would. It's closing I would, toward evening. I would assume that Bat Bap is mystified by my alchemical experiments, and he's watching with the old lady. I don't know. Bat Bap. No, he's one. in the bar. He's in the bar. Bat Bap is a she. Okay. Oh, um, Bat Bap. I I keep getting because it's both bees. I'm sorry. I'm gonna bash right. and Bat Bap. I'll, get, you, I'll wings, get used to this. The wings go Bat Bap. Yes, Bat Bap. I know. And he go Bash Bash. Yes, I gotta get. I gotta get in a Flintstones mindset. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bat Bap is probably snoozing. <laughs> yeah, what is your intelligence? Can I roll knowledge on uh, some sort of knowledge check on... Uh, 12. I have 12 intelligence. Uh, that might be a bit high. I was going to say, it should be a... No, I know all things of nature. I think you should just get not a negative social. bonus. Okay. Bash is not social. Okay. No, Bat Bap is uh, probably flying... Or, no, like, hanging out, sleeping almost. Sure, he's on the roof somewhere. Yeah, I mean, owls yeah. are nocturnal. Sure. Yeah, he's probably hanging out with the uh, the taxidermied raven that the, our, our elf <laughs> companion carries around. He's probably trying to mate with it, honestly. <laughs> well, well, Bash, once again, is a she. She well, gets she mated could, with. She, well, not she could be trying to... That beak is just right there. <laughs> it's right there for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Bat not with us right now, but I call her when I whistle. She knows. Okay. So Tipsy makes his way back to his companions at the bar and says, The man, the ladies in this town really just don't know a good time when they see one. <laughs> I just I just kind of look over at him and nod. <laughs> this one's not much one for words. I don't, How about you, cave elf? <laughs> I don't know what's acceptable. I have not come across a gnome like you before, that is for sure. <laughs> I don't expect you ever will either. <laughs> so what do you guys think about this town so far how long you been here i just came into town 
as I uh, approached you guys on the bench. Okay. How about you? Speaks a lot. <laughs> I'm here for the festival. I heard about the festival. This Is this what festivals normally entail? That's This isn't what I expected, that's for sure. I didn't expect to get conscripted into an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. From my understanding, festivals had lots of people from lots of different places. I have have yet to see anything but gnomes and this white face. (laughs) What? (laughs) You just going to sit there and take that from him? Thirty minutes in, we're already gonna get canceled. He can call me as he pleases. <laughs> I take no offense. Bash is a little ignorant on social norms. Well, maybe. yeah, no, that's to be expected. So there for might he might be offensive and or racist at times because he doesn't know better. So to me, do you look like a mud man, like just hanging out? <laughs> Probably. Okay, just like my skin's kind of greenish. Okay, has it changed since we've been in the town? I could Have you change been it long enough, but it's just it's always a tannish like. Tannish green, I would say. Okay. Green hued. So it's probably been about the right amount of time. We down our drinks and we head back to the fishery, I think. Now you guys hear the door burst open and it's like, hey, what you guys waiting on? I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> so wait, you're in the bar now? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Settle down, nerd. <laughs> We're coming. I tip my cap to the bar- bartender having given me that uh, Elderwood whiskey. I appreciate that. May it treat you well. Thanks much. Do you take the whiskey with you? Well, yeah, I have it. So I need to add that to my inventory, don't I? Yeah, I don't know that we'll have something. I'll just add another healing potion, I guess. Yeah. Wait, what are they? Uh, Let me open it up here. What do the healing potions do? I I quickly uh, stumble up to the barkeep, and I'm like, excuse me, uh, if you uh, need any um, little extra spice in your beer today, I, I have some extra reagent. It's got quite the kick. Quite the kick, you say? Quite the kick. Let me try some. Okay, here you go. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Take the stopper off. It gets kind of stuck sometimes. It's a pre-mixed old-fashioned. Sure. By us, <laughs> it's by Starward. They're out of uh, Australia. They're out of the uh, uh, Varesian continent. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm literally <laughs> trying some. There's no Australia. <laughs> oh, that's delicious, mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think your patrons would like it today. I, I only say Australian. You, you were doing a pretty good uh, semi-cockney there, and the then drink. it switched to the Hugh Jackman all no, of a sudden. The, the drink turns you Australian. I like it. I the drink turns you Australian, Mike. The yeah, name, that's powerful. The name's Klambarinsky. If you uh, would like to uh, purchase any reagent, it's uh, I could probably make about five silvers worth a day. I um roll a. Roll a... What do I want you to roll? Uh, diplomacy. Roll diplomacy for Ooh, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is diplomacy based on? Uh, you Wait, got a plus five. Thing. You're trained. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plus five. That'd be a 13. Uh, no, thanks. Maybe another day. Okay, I'll, I'll work on it. 
We'll make it even. Well, I'll give it a better kick next time. All right. Do you mind if I keep coming in? No. I mean, you seem like a nice half-orc. Oh, the nicest. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm a barkeep? All right, I'll be, I'll be back. I'll make it better. Don't All you right. worry. Don't you worry. All right, you come back. You boys ready to go? I'm ready whenever. Bashman Quat. I am ready and waiting. Mel? Let's go. You guys are an interesting bunch. I'll tag along. Okay. <laughs> Remember, keep your steps short so you stay behind us. Half steps. Half steps. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. You want to try to carry uh, Tipsy in? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little drunker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we make our way over to the... Uh, is the lady going to show us the stairs? Or we just know where yeah, they're Yeah, she showed you when you were... Okay, okay. It's the same staircase you took up. She's like, this is the entrance down to the, the basement. All right, so we make our way over to the stairs. Is there, like, any final... Hey, lady, is there anything we should know before we go down here? Anything we should prepare for? Um, I mean, child, you should... You do realize it's it's a cavern, Right, I, you may need a light. Um, I've got fire. That that should work. Lots of fire. Well, what 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 what's the status of our visions? We do we all have low light at least? Everybody, uh, GM note. Everybody does have a torch in their backpack. Oh. Oh yeah, okay. that came with the adventures yeah. pack, right? Yeah. Because you do obviously have dark vision. No. Yeah. And do you? What all about you? Two? Light all vision. Have low I have That's low what light I thought. Vision. Yeah. So we all have low light. So yeah. will that be sufficient, I guess? Um, I guess we won't know. Yeah. Okay. You won't know. She doesn't know what's down there? Has she? Have you never been down there, lady? Just, uh, I mean, I've been down to my storeroom. Can you see? When the you're storeroom is lit, but we think there's something. You've never explored farther? No. We think there's something accessing it from, from deeper. 525 years old and you never explored farther? <laughs> Is this some kind of joke? I know how to keep myself out of danger. You know, man. I didn't think I liked this guy at first, but he's starting to grow on me. <laughs> Tipsy, we'll be good friends. Ah, well, we'll see. I'll add a kick to your whiskey. You don't live to be 525 without, without learning to keep yourself out of danger every now and again. Clearly. You're a very strange gnome. Strange. The strangest. <laughs> Not fair that my pavadles... Don't go past 100 and you're sitting here at 525 making us do your dirty work. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm, keeping the, I'm the one keeping this town together. I slap you across the face. <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> do you really? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, this is going to take a drastic turn. I was going to say, we, we start, we start <laughs> the adventure by murdering the fishery <laughs> lady. <laughs> Gonna get some level four city guards up in here. It's gonna, it's gonna be a mess. Bash moves his fingers to his lip, like getting ready to whistle for bap bap, coming for the eyes. You do see like my shoulder twitch. I thought about it. She snatches your hand. Yeah, yeah. Does she have a reflex save? Oh. She's got like a plus forty reflex save. She snatches your hand before you can slap her. Uh, Child, you'll need all your energy for the caves below. Well, you saw me make my reagents. I'm ready. Go then. The town needs you. Why don't this you, whole region may need you. Why don't you drink that alchemist fire, old lady? This guy's <laughs> dead, you. This guy's fucking haggling. 
What's wrong with him? What did, what did he do? I'm going at the bar. You know I am very good friends with the town marshal. I could have the city gods in here in a second. Like I care. This is Otari. You should care. It means nothing to me. Get I get on a boat here. out of here. Get out of here. I'll do your task and then I'll get out of here. I'm getting very chaotic evil vibes from this guy. <laughs> <sighs> he huffs and puffs and goes out the door. <laughs> All right. So we Bash, are Bash realizes he sympathizes with both of these other gnomes who clearly uh, have different social styles <laughs> where he's just used to talking with animals they're used to being aggressive with anybody they encounter. Wait, hold on. I, I, I dispute that. Yeah, there's no disputing. You came on strong to a sailor lady and asked her to see your pecker pole. Listen, no, hold on. I said that might happen, first of all. Family if, lineage. If we, had a few more, if we had a few more drinks, that might happen is what he said. Uh, he's just a lonely guy who hasn't been with a woman in a while. Bash and- is learning a lot. This is like, this is keeping Bash from bleaching right now. That's how much learning is going on. <laughs> Yeah, he's actually gotten more colorful as, we, as we've seen him. All right, so just a tip, tip, tipsy. There, just a tip for you. Uh, just, just a, a tip. tip. <laughs> now you're spitting game at me, buddy. If you want to see my bus, you're gonna pour some more drinks down my throat. I just think you should open with your uh, Dave and Buster's history. Girls will go for that. <laughs> I didn't know the police. <laughs> I was just a bartender. <laughs> oh. David right. Buster's and Yisad and Ruben are fierce competitors. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, oh David Buster's will never make it. This, Do not mention David Buster's and Yisad. Well, Ruben. this is why Tipsy was happy to go in there. He's he's still fuming over the fact that this private investment group ruined the only place he ever loved. I should take a step back for the podcast. Um, the last campaign we did hinged around a restaurant that we called the Wet Ruben. Mm-hmm. And all the characters ate Reuben sandwiches there. Yeah, and it was called and the so, Wet Reuben because Jordan, at role playing one of the NPCs, <laughs> was eating a Reuben. And a then, German. And then while yeah. while he a was German, waiting for a German. response from one of us in the in the role playing section, said dip and physically dipped <laughs> what, an air sandwich into what we don't know. Uh, well, Thousand yeah. Island clearly. And so it became a big running joke that uh, Jordan doesn't know what a Reuben is. I clearly don't. And and also that why would you dip a Reuben? <laughs> so we, we decided to, with a French dip. That's yeah, all. yeah exactly. <laughs> to make them extra sloppy. So we, we joked that the place the place was a specialty place that specialized wet Reubens <laughs> with a splash zone and everything. Yes, where you where you're smashing the kraut. <laughs> yeah, getting it ready, getting it ready for uh, fermentation. Just, just using big wooden mallets like Gallagher to smash the kraut, and then shamu everybody in the crowd with the kraut juice. The splash zone booths yeah. are booked out a month in advance. Yeah, yeah. I hope and Ruben has splash booth as well. Oh, <laughs> oh we didn't see the splash booth. Oh, oh that you was too tipsy. short. You didn't see over this piss. We're shorter than the, the level of the. Yes. His his opinion of that bartender went down seven points when he found that out. <laughs> All right, so we're about ready to go through this this door, the stair, down right. the stairs, right? What order are you guys in? Uh, Before we go well, down the stairs. Yeah, I was just about to say. Go ahead. Uh, gentlemen. Well, I'm walking in the back. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I was told you to. You made him. No, <laughs> sun direct. You're, a, you're basically elf. a sundial. <laughs> Mel, Mel, can, you're blocking the sun. You're blocking the sun. I like to have you the sun in my eyes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why did you become? <laughs> oh man. Uh, how do you guys feel about this lady? Should we just go down here, or should we find out more information? I. Um, I feel like she's on the up and up. I, I I I don't sense any deception from her. I feel like she's too old to trust. I'm an excellent judge of character and believe believe her. I feel like you only know animals. I can sense the essence of all beings. Even a dementia gnome? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, well, I'm game if you're game. I've got my potions and my reagents and this tall statue of a man. <laughs> T- Tipsy, Tipsy holds back for a second. He says, hold on. Hold on, guys. And uh, his eyes go partially opaque and his hands start crackling with arcane energy and he goes, Protectimus Magicus! And he casts Mage Armor. <laughs> By the way, that's his voice when his he casts. His voice gets really <laughs> deep. I like it. For being such a high pitch. What a show off. He must have had a apprenticeship. Buddy, you, you wish it was an apprenticeship. Lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys going in? You doing a, a... Yep, we're going. Yeah, we're going. All right, what's Who, the order? Who's leading? I'll lead. Okay. okay. Chomping at the bit. I'll, 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 I'll uh, champing. All right, <laughs> champing. For our podcast <laughs> listeners, this is the first map oh, that baby. has come out. Oh, it boy. It is stairs down to a storeroom. You see... A, it's again dimly lit they keep this room lit uh, this is where the fishery workers would come down grab fish extra supplies um, to then deliver it to shops in the town um, you see some barrels that would be stocking fish but as we discussed earlier they're probably empty um, at least your characters assume they're empty um, a back wall with some shelves of supplies just a, a storeroom you know um, the, it, it feels a little damp and wet like more wet than it should be like if this is a storeroom there shouldn't be water on the floor and things like that it's a little, a little odd to you but um yeah okay can uh so we just walked in the door we're yeah, we on just, the stairs currently mm-hmm. there's no initiative yet so we can just walk around yep. correct okay so I'm walking up here um I think you're walking on a non can I check for traps I'm not walking you don't in the right need spot? to bring bat 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 bat's not there oh okay uh, yes, you can. Okay, I'd like to walk around the, the storeroom and check for traps, see if they're... Because the only other point of exit is the uh, hole in the wall there, correct? My apologies. You actually don't see that hole in the wall. Oh, okay. So. Well, then I'd like to explore around and check for traps, if I could. All right. Okay. Roll perception. Uh, would it be perception or would it be thievery? I'm not sure. Oh, good question. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm not sure which one it would be either. My, my bonus is roughly similar, so it doesn't really matter. I was just curious. Can we all roll perception? Yeah. Just look, looking around the room. I got an 18 or a 17, or se- sorry, 18 or 19, depending on whether we're going thievery or perception. I got a 19 on perception. All right. Uh, you see I got no... a one. Oh no! So it's just—it's just, it's just my plus. Too low my for plus, my <laughs> plus dust falling in his eyes. The only guy who has dark vision. Rolls dust in his eyes from the ceiling. Yeah, he, he's like monsters, monsters everywhere. <laughs> he's like, no, it's just a rafter. <laughs> it's, it's this plus my plus number, right? Yeah, your perception plus your die. Okay, so eighteen. There you go. Um, you, Jeff, you take a minus one on the next initiative roll. Ooh. Oh. You okay. still get to add your modifier, but minus one after your modifier because you 
scraped your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, your your eyes are looking around. Your, eye, your eyes are you're full like, of dust. You're like, yeah, <laughs> batting at your face to try and wipe the dust out of your eyes. These caverns must be larger. Than <laughs> your conditions. Yeah, this is what you get go, for <laughs> going down to a gnome, a gnome storeroom. Store yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's too tall. <laughs> Okay. Crit fail on the first roll. Yeah, that's not a good omen, really. <laughs> Jeff just you better change your god while you can. He just picks up where he left off. Is the raven with you? <laughs> the raven is what poked me in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 My fake raven. He did that thing where you're watching a horror film and it's like close up on the face and they're like turning their head and the camera's going with it. And then he just like sees the raven on his shoulder. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Pokes him in the eye. That's amazing. All right. Um, as you're exploring, you notice a hole in the wall. A strange chittering noise comes from the hole in the wall. Suddenly, a massive rat the size of a dog emerges from the darkness. Oh, it oh. isn't alone. Giant rats rush toward you. Their huge teeth snapping. Oh, oh baby. No. Oh, look at that bloodied thing. I hate rats. For a niche. A what? Initiative. How many rats are we doing? Four rats? Next time on the Rogue Mage Podcast. And now we are rolling initiative. Ah, get this rat off my leg! I freeze his head and then I walk up with my staff real slow and I go, Nice to know you, bitch! And I just smash his head into a million pieces. You slowly raise your head and see a spider dangling mere feet above Tipsy's head. Above Tipsy's? Tipsy's! Oh my oh, god, that's oh, the room, right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what is that? What thing? is that? Uh guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we have got to really drill this elf. Because he I don't think he's grasped the gravity. 